Welcome to Divine Discussions with Carly and Madison. Here you'll be learning ways to tap into your highest version of you, to create better habits, to find the inner goddess that's been hiding away. We are two passionate women who are borderline obsessed with self-development, with finding ways to live an abundant, fulfilling, purpose-filled life. By using our past mistakes and failures, fall-on-face moments, we help you learn from our experiences so you can better fast-track your way to living your life by design. We share topics like manifestation, self-development, mindset, habits, business, self-sabotage, time management, female entrepreneurship, quieting that inner mean girl, just to name a few. Stick with us if you want to tap into your truest potential and follow us for a real, raw, authentic, no BS approach on how to do life better. Attracting people like the female digital nomad looking to better her skills, the spiritual crystal hoarding gypsy who wants to better brand herself online, the stay-at-home mama who is trying to find her purpose again, the girl who is feeling stressed and can't seem to find the time to do it all. Or you are new to network marketing and need help with starting your business. You are not alone. We are here to help empower you, help inspire you, and remind you of your gifts and your power. We are your hosts. My name is Carly. I'm a Canadian girl living on a tiny-ass tropical island in Indonesia. I came from being an exhausted burnt out working two, three jobs at a time in hospitality to now working as a full-time wellness coach, network marketing professional, helping women from all around the world on how to run their business and life with heart and soul. Also a muralist, mentor, writer, blogger, digital nomad, from traveling to over 17 countries all around the world and finding any way to help other women feel as good as I do now with happiness, purpose, and legit waking up with excitement kind of life. And I'm Madison, another Canadian girl living in the lower mainland of Vancouver. I'm a coach, a mentor, and a professional network marketer. I'm a truth seeker, light worker, and a dreamer. I believe that every pain we go through is just a lesson in our expansive journey in this life. After experiencing trauma in my early 20s and embarking on an incredible yet terrifying healing journey, I wanted to find my purpose. Knowing I needed to help other women like myself in some way, I found passion in manifestation. I found alignment in network marketing. My purpose being to help as many women as I possibly can align with their own higher self and become financially independent. Join us every Wednesday at 9am and get to know us as we look forward to connecting and getting to know you. All right. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to another episode of Divine Discussions with Carly and Madison. I am I am not Carly. I am Madison. Uh, That's hilarious. (laughs) Welcome to episode 11. Today we are talking all about money mindset and I am so excited to dive into this. Um, We are both so passionate about this and have gone through so many different struggles on our own to get to the mindset that we are today. So Carly, why do we not dive into this? Uh, Where do you want to start? There's so many juicy, delicious things to talk about here. (laughs) <laughs> Hi, Carly. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. 
I am Carly. Yes, Madison, I'm excited for this episode as well. You're very right. When it comes to our own struggles, money is a very tricky, sometimes taboo subject for people. Um, it's definitely a whole other relationship. I think people bypass and when asking yourself the question, what's my relationship with money is something that's come up for me a lot these past few years, because I didn't realize how bad my relationship with money actually was. And the reason why I was, uh, I stayed broke a lot of the time, or like I was always kind of in this like crap mindset when it comes to it or just getting by. And I, I realized my relationship with money, which is what I want to touch base on first, because it's, um, I encourage people to question this. What is your relationship with money and how do you view money right now? Or how have you viewed money? For me, it started when I was little and my parents' relationship with money was such a struggle. I grew up with the language around it, just literally being broke, never having enough. Uh, we, our fridge was actually empty quite a lot. Um, and But whenever my dad got a good paycheck, he would blow it all on like Chinese food and we'd have a big feast, but then we'd go broke again. It's like this constant struggle. And I knew my parents had a bad relationship with money. So bless them. It's not their fault. It's how they were raised. It's how they grew up. They worked so hard for a very little amount of money. And that kind of instilled into me growing up. And I just, and I caught on with that relationship as well, uh, where I was following in the footsteps of my parents. And again, like it's not their fault or anything. I love them so much. It's just, I didn't want that. And so someone challenged me to write it all down. And my relationship with money, I realized was really bad and how I viewed it and rich people and like the greed behind it and having too much is just, you don't need a lot. Um, you just need enough. And I don't know. I just didn't want it anymore. I'm like, what am I doing? So I want to start off like that. Like, how did you, how did you grow up with money, Madison? Like what, what was your mindset around this? Yeah. So I didn't actually really realize it, but like, I, I grew up with just my mom. She was a single mom taking care of me. Um, and like, there's a lot of limiting beliefs that were placed around money that came from my childhood, which even talking to my mom, like now we talk about things now and my parents are quite well off. They run a business and they do really, really well for themselves. They've invested in multiple real estate um, investments and they also, they do all sorts of different things. And my mom has become very, very financially savvy and I have learned a lot from her and I'm so grateful from that. Um, but when I was younger, like my mom, like we didn't have a lot, you know, we, we got by, we just had enough. And it was hard and it was just her and I, and, you know, talking to her about her childhood as well, they didn't have a lot. They were just getting by if that they were hardly getting by. So there's all these limiting beliefs instilled from that, where it was like, you know, we don't have enough for that. Um, we don't have money for that. Um, also feeling unworthy of money because it's just all these different limiting beliefs that surround money and thinking almost money is like unattainable. I used to think that. And I think a lot of people think that and they don't even realize it. So when you actually go and dive into these things and you ask yourself, where does that come from? When did I decide that? When did I start believing that? And is that even my own belief or was that put and instilled upon me? Well, it is. It's basically what you're programmed with. And we're little sponges when we grow up too. You know, it's, we end up absorbing a lot of what we're taught. That's just how it works. Unless you 
you and because some people you know grow up with uh very rich and financially savvy parents who are wealthy and then you always kind of see like the kids grow up to be like in the fields of doctors or lawyers or like big income earners and stuff because it's just it kind of carries on right unless there's a black sheep who goes a little bit different but totally different it varies but I, what i've seen is the patterns so it does make sense that if you pick up where you are growing up that it sticks with you the older you get unless you break it and so i i realized too with my language around money um I was challenged as well by someone to pay attention to the language I spoke about money and then also pay attention to my friends around me and like actually just observe and just watch, don't comment, but just like kind of see what people say. And it like, oh my God, I just never questioned this before. I never thought about this before. And I, every person like little comments here and there throughout the day ended up being like, oh, I can't afford that. There's no way. Or like, oh no, I'm so broke this week. Like, it's just not going to happen or like going out or um, it's just every comment was just really ugly. And I, it made sense because I felt like every time I had to stop myself from saying something like I can't afford it or all that stuff. I, it's like, this, I just had to say it. It's programmed in me. And I remember it being painful to try and hold back the lack that I was just like spewing out all the time. And um, that was my first lesson being like how programmed we really are and how can I change this? You know, so it's going from lack mindset to abundant mindset. But um, do you want to add anything to that as well? Yeah, I think it's crazy because, you know, we can have all these limiting beliefs and these like in ingrained things that we believe and feel around money. But at the end of the day, like really money isn't even real. Um, right. Like, because money is really just a physical representation of an energetic exchange. So if we go and think back to the twenties, I think it was maybe the thirties when they disconnected the value of gold to money and they were no longer together. Money at that moment just became an idea. It's just paper with little black words on it that we put this value on. So we decide as a society that that money is worth that amount of value. And therefore this Mac computer that I'm using to talk to you, when I bought it, we decided as a community, as, as a civilization that this is worth, you know, however many thousand dollars we just put that value on it. And it's all like, we have these thoughts, these feelings around this and it's not even real. Yeah, yeah, but it's so funny though. Like it, it, it is an energetic source. It is exactly what you are, what you attract, of course, with all the abundance, we can get into that in a minute. Um, but I feel like there's just so much fear around it because when you don't have a lot of it, uh, it's like panic mode, it's fear, it's survival, right? People don't really, we don't really understand or get that it's an energetic thing because it feels like such a real physical thing to us that if we don't have it, we'll starve. If we don't have it, we won't have, can't pay rent. So like, I really do understand the, the disconnect there when it comes to like the amount of abundance you can have with money because there's so much in the world that's over, it's they're printing out money every day, you know, it's all, yeah. it's all, there for us to uh to find and to grow and to understand but 
um, I do get it. Like, it's hard. Like, like you grew up with that and we didn't know that. I didn't, I never knew it. Like that idea that it was just an energy, an energy source, a whole other thing, you know? Uh, it's a cool thing when you begin to really learn and understand this because it makes it less intimidating to make, to want to make more money. You know what I mean? Exactly. And so the thing is, is you have to start challenging those beliefs, right? So the first time that I heard money was just energy, I was like, what are you talking about? Money is my bills. I need money to eat. I need money to survive. I need money to pay my rent. And I didn't understand that until I really started to like go into um, the law of attraction and all these sorts of things. And I started to realize like, oh yeah, like when I show up in the form of feeling abundant and acting abundant money flows to me that's weird um and it can be weird when you're first trying trying it out or first hearing about it but you have to challenge those beliefs if you want something different you have to first recognize that you have those beliefs um understand them and then start to challenge them yeah definitely it's just breaking the narrative right and just there's so many things you can do but it all starts with awareness right and just especially I don't know I just find that if you're not thinking in this way or having hope or a belief that you could have more and be more what's the opposite of that you're in lack you don't think you're worthy and have having anything you're so used to having nothing that you're in just survival in that mode where you can't do anything fun anymore full of passion because you're so worried all the time when what would you rather, you know, like put in the work to try and view money as different, knowing that you're worthy or sitting in what has always been and in a lack and not challenging anything because it's different. Or like some people will be like, oh, what do you mean? You just imagine money's energy. Like some people may find that to be weird or they never heard that before, but it's not. It's actually just looking at what you are, you do attract. What you think you do attract because it does become your reality. That's just it. So if you're always going to think that money is hard to make and money is just so extremely you know, either evil or you have to work super hard to make it and all that, you will be sitting in that and you will be attracting that and that will be your reality for the rest of your life. And that is up to you. But again, no one's coming to do the work for you and no one's coming to change your mindset. You have to get out there and educate yourself and want more because I never wanted, knew I wanted more for myself until I realized the language and my scarcity mindset. And it's still a struggle. Like for me, I still have things I'm working on every day mm -hmm. and I'm not even close to where I want to be when it comes to the income that I'm, I'm making right now. And I'm trying to unlock all these things in my brain. And it's, it's so hard when you've been programmed for so long to think <laughs> one way or the other, <laughs> Yeah, you know, ah, yeah, it is. And I feel like as well, money beliefs are some of the hardest beliefs to really like pull out of your subconscious because they have been ingrained into you for so long. And some of it is like generational or, and it, it just like continues to go on and you have to make the decision to change that. Like the moment you really decide to do your personal development and make the change and you want more for yourself, yeah, like you are breaking those generational curses on your family for generations to come like your children are not going to have these beliefs your children are going to be instilled with beliefs that are better for them like they're going to have their own hurdles and their own stuff but you are breaking this system of feeling of lack throughout your entire family yeah yeah it's definitely <laughs> it's definitely a hard thing but it is possible i do know that i think i do have so much hope 
I just feel like people become so sensitive. It's such a sensitive topic. Have you noticed that? It's so sensitive. Like it's taboo to talk about what you make or what you don't make. It's to ask these kinds of questions. Like that's why I think people have been avoiding working on their money story or working on this issue that's been there that they're just, no one really talks about or you grow up learning about what's your money mindset it's like no get a job and get to work and then work until you're 60 70 whatever and then you retire and then you die and that's about it you right. know it's just like we're so instilled in the in the system and everything that's a whole other conversation but it's like we're learning all these ways but we're not learning the the emotional side of things and how we grew up and it just ends up being like yeah a big disconnect a very big like an, a big issue though that no one's really talking about that's why there's so much poverty and so much stuff around but I do want to say that I really wanted to instill this into people though. And it's a wake up call that I needed as well. Um, and a lot of realizations that um, when I'm in that scarcity or survival mode, I'm making it all about myself mm. only, it's just about me and I'm just trying to get through the day. Um, but gratitude has been, and it's very a subtle thing, but gratitude has showed me that like, if I have a phone that I'm using, if I have um, any form of income at all, if I have a laptop, if I have a roof over my head, if I have a bed and a pillow under my head at night, like, what am I doing? Like people out there, you know, and obviously people can say it could always be worse. And it's, it's, I know staying in your own lane, working on your own stuff, but, but wake up calls like this are necessary to snap out of like your complaints and your lack mindset to look around for a minute and be grateful for what you have, because you probably have it a lot better than a lot of people. So that was a big thing for me. Yes. I love that. I think that's so important too. Like even talking about money being energy, like when you are grateful and you give gratitude for the things that you already have, you're bringing yourself up to that level, right? Like, you know, and thinking to yourself, like, what type of person do I want to show up as? What do I want to give a value? What kind of energetic exchange do I want to give to the world to get that energetic exchange back and not thinking to yourself, what am I going to get, right? Not what am I going to get? What am I going to give? And you're automatically going to get back. Yeah. Yeah. It, again, I think that state is it works, but that's the thing people want to get before they give. Exactly. So they don't have to give, right? So they're just waiting. But if you, what if? you give and you receive like what if you do little acts throughout your day like I was told to go to a Starbucks or whatever coffee shop and you pay it forward by spending an extra dollar or two on a coffee for someone up next up in line like giving little things like that or like giving a bit of money to the homeless or a charity like that puts you in a state of such like lightness and gratitude and you're like damn I feel good about myself right now you're opening yourself up for more to receive back because unless you're crowded and you're like it's all about me. I'm just trying to get by. I can't ever give anything away because I'm so, uh, but just imagine lightening your shoulders a bit and just giving little bits. It doesn't even have to be millions of dollars. It can literally be a dollar on the side of the street to someone who may need it more than you during the winter. You know what I mean? Like these little things kind of change your state. And that's something I've learned too. Giving before you receive will have you receive more. Yes. Right. But people don't get that. So absolutely. And then even to like, I think it's so important to give. And even if you're in a point right now, maybe where for you might feel like you have, have absolutely no money to give, right? Maybe you don't even have a dollar to give away. Even just start with energetically giving away by being like, you give somebody random on the street a compliment, say hi to somebody, smile at them, you know, 
pick something up from the ground if somebody dropped it, you know, like these sorts of things, like have these good interactions with people, put that positive vibe out there and you're going to receive it back. Yeah. Acts of service. Acts yes. of service is incredible. Yeah. I love it. I love the look on someone's face when I give them a compliment on the street. Like, Hey, I love your jacket. Oh my God. Your hairstyle is awesome. I told that girl, a girl yesterday, which had like dreadlocks. I just turn around and I'm like, Oh, nice hair. And she's like, Oh, thanks. And we're like, had a connection there for a minute. And then she feels better. I feel great. We all feel great. And that in itself, it does lead back to again, it goes back to money just because if you're giving, you're receiving. It's just that kind of feeling. It's like, why not be in that state? Why not add a little bit more sparkle or positivity into life? Because there is so much noise and there is negativity and there is lack and scarcity and all that. And there's garbage out there and I get it. But if you're going to surround yourself with that and that's what you're going to get back, if you're going to keep giving that and just feeding into that cycle when life is supposed to be like beautiful and like you, I want to create such a beautiful space for my life. And that takes giving, that takes being kind and giving and whatever you can. I think it will come back to you tenfold, especially in the long run, um, if you're genuine and stuff. So, yeah. Totally. And I think it's so important to talk about these things uh, specifically because we could sit here and lay it out for you and give you like some sort of money plan and like tell you you should save this amount of dollars or whatever. Well, we couldn't because we're not financial advisors, so we wouldn't do that. But, you know, And some people are like, okay, we just want the hard, tangible facts. Like, what do I do? But this like money mindset stuff is invaluable. It is seriously like, this is the stuff that is going to change your life. The way you think, the way you show up, the way that you, you act like these things are what's going to change your entire life. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. I think it starts with this kind of work for me specifically, it started with understanding uh, like how I viewed money and like my relationship. That was the first thing for me. And I I saw the gaps and I saw where I was lacking and it made sense as to why I wasn't where I wanted to be even close at all, just because I was in this state and yeah, make a money plan and start saving. But what if you save and then you blow it all because you still view money as bad or you like, you know, people, you see people winning the lottery and they they go bankrupt in like a year because they haven't learned uh, about like financial literacy. And again, there's so much more to it when it comes to making a plan, maybe hiring someone or even just Googling guys, like just Google, how can I make a money plan? There's so much content out there, but I find the mindset, like how you, like you said, how you act, how you show up, the language you speak, it adds up to set the base of making and creating a plan for yourself with the facts and the numbers and everything. Um, but it's hard to start there without fixing your brain first. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like exactly what you just said. That's such a perfect example, like winning the lottery. If you do not believe that you are worthy of that money and you win the lottery and you win hundreds of thousands of dollars, that limiting belief that you still have and you didn't do that work on, you are just going to blow it. You're going to get rid of it. You're going to do whatever you're going to do. And next thing you know, you're going to be like, what the heck happened? How did I lose all that money? And it goes back to that limiting belief of feeling unworthy of money. This stuff is so, it's so crazy. It's <laughs> Yeah, because it doesn't go away. If you like, you're, you're broke, you have the mindset of someone being broke, you win a million dollars, your brain is still broke. You still carry your story with you. Now you just got a lot of money to spend and it's great. And that's where usually people buy lavish stuff. And I'm not against that, whatever, buy a car if you want. But 
um, don't be surprised if you're back in the same spot that you were because you didn't put in the work to understand your mindset around actually having money and what that means. So that's where I see, I hear stories like that. I don't know anyone personally who has ever won the lottery, but I do know, and I've heard it through the grapevine of that happening. And it just makes sense. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think that was great. <laughs> that's a, I got it all out. I, I don't think I have anything else to add to that unless you have anything else you want to share. Uh, you know, I think that was great. I think we really touched on a lot of different things there. And I think this is just such an important topic to, to talk about. And I think it needs to be spoken on more. I'm also really excited because I am offering the podcast listeners, you guys specifically, this is going to be just for you guys, um, a beautiful free money mindset hypnosis. You'll be able to find it in the show notes below. Um, I'll have a link to it. And I hope that you guys really enjoy it and use it. And I can't wait to hear your experience with it. And other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will see you next week.